0: 2008. Sarah Popovich. I stepped out onto the cold gray cement and surveyed the schoolyard that our car was parked on. Looking around I saw old basketball hoops with chipped paint and broken nets. The overcast sky matched the way I felt inside, grey and filled with nervous energy. Sweat began accumulating in my palms, creating a damp clamminess that chilled my warm hands. When I finally reached the door of the gym, I took a long, deep breath and walked inside. Immediately, the coach, Nate, greeted me with his warm, welcoming personality. He was a large man with a booming voice, and I felt small compared to him, even though I stood at 5'11", tall for a woman. While we were talking, I felt the eyes of 15 girls advert their glare toward me. Even though I was not looking at them, I could feel the penetrating stares of skeptical eyes pierce my skin. To them, I wasn't the same. I didn't look the same, my skin was a different color, and I didn't live in the same area. They were from a different way of life, but we were to be joined by a common bond, basketball. Coach Nate had me start practicing right away, and I began dribbling and warming up, still shaking from the adrenaline surging through my veins. This was possibly the first time I had been this nervous to play basketball so much so that I was even missing my layups. On the hour and a half drive from Santa Rosa to Vallejo that afternoon, I was excited to be invited to play on a well-known elite traveling basketball team, but was also anxious about coming from such a different background than all the other players. I would be the only Caucasian girl on the team and had an aching feeling that I would be disliked just for this reason. As the practice progressed, a few of the girls on the team made fun of me by imitating my mannerisms and the way i spoke making other girls laugh at my expense none of the players talked to me and i was left alone during timeouts i felt rejected after that first practice i had no idea how i was going to last i questioned whether i was good enough or had anything to contribute to the team would it be worth traveling three hours round trip three times a week to be humiliated as much as i wanted to i felt like i couldn't quit Being invited on the team was a reward for my hard work, and I knew it would be beneficial to play at their higher level of competition. Furthermore, I would not allow myself to be intimidated off the team. As we had additional practices and began to play in tournament games, my abilities justified my role on the team. I started to slowly make friends with a few of the girls, especially two who were the most accepting of me, Taylor and Morgan. Ultimately, these girls didn't mind that I was an outsider, joining a team that had virtually grown up together as long as I had something to contribute. Achieving their acceptance made me feel like I had finally won the battle that I had been waging during the beginning of the season, rewarding my commitment to persevere. By the end of the season, I believe most of the players were just as surprised as I was that girls from such different backgrounds could mesh so well based on the foundation of teamwork and a common goal. Our success led to qualifying for the national AAU tournament in Rochester, Minnesota. We placed 40th in the country out of over 300 teams. Despite our individual and collective athletic success, the experience influenced me most profoundly on a personal level. Tolerance and acceptance of others replaced stereotypes and prejudice, and I realized athletics is more about personal development than just success on the court.